Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What Do You Want to Talk About here on NOTLG.com. My name is John, and joining me today is my good friend, Justin Kizon. Kizon, hello. Hey. How are hello. you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm shockingly good, despite what, the, what we're all going through. Right I know. <laughs> it's, it's good to hear people are, you know, keeping their spirits up and having the best time they can, I guess. Yeah, yeah, making the best of the such. Yes. Sure. So, uh, Justin, how do we know each other? This is a funny. I think this in itself is like podcast link, but I think I'll try to like narrow it down. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> um, I think it's an interesting web. So hilariously, I've I've actually known your fiance Lauren. Yes. For a couple of years, from I think the first time me and uh, another mutual good friend of ours, uh, Nathan Schultz, we met her at Long Beach Comic Con. They were table uh, next to each other, right? That's right. Yeah. So mm. we and I was helping him with his table. So we got to become kind of like table buddies at right. Long Beach Comic Con. And so Lauren was someone who like I kind of was new in the vicinity and then like knew she was a Doctor Who fan mm-hmm. and then knew like she was kind of getting into the comedy scene and then somehow got caught up with another group of mutual friends of ours named uh, JPG. Yes. From the uh, uh, now the folks over at the in Quest for Geek. So yes. I think here's the funniest part to me. A couple years ago, they had like a big meetup and a big uh, kind of like a uh, get together uh, event. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was there and Lauren was there. And I remember literally looking at seeing Lauren there. And I'm like, what is she doing here? <laughs> and then and then she and then I saw that she was hanging out with this other dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who seemed really who's like they seem like they're pretty cool and friendly and i'm like oh okay i don't know who that guy is but he seems fyi that's you <laughs> yes it was me <laughs> and um very i briefly talked to lauren a little bit i didn't really know you you look like you're kind of talking to other folks and I'm like, okay that's fine so um uh, that's first time i saw you hilariously enough and we actually never spoke a word so the first time you and me actually officially spoke a word was if I'm not mistaken, Gallifrey? Yes, last year? Gallifrey last year. And so we were mutual friends with. There's all these mutual people we knew, but we actually never really communicated. Yeah. Till Gallifrey, but at the Gallifrey, I found out you're mutual friends with another good friend of ours, uh, Berto. Yes. And that's when I finally talked to you. Yeah, we I think had a semi drunk conversation <laughs> on the con floor. We did, and we also also found out at the time we were both streaming uh, for the website that hashtag. Oh show. yes, that's right. So we but we just do different shows. I did a show on Saturday. You did a show on Sunday. Yeah, and we never <laughs> saw each other. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. And so I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know I know that group because of Lauren. And I actually went to, I believe, the first time I met all of those people, I came mm-hmm. down one time uh, before Lauren and I were dating. Uh-huh. And I met JPG and, and Malari at a birthday party that Lauren was invited to. I think it was <sighs> JPG's, oh no, I think it's, his cousin whose name is escaping me right now and mm-hmm. hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast she is she's great okay and i can and i cannot remember her name right now everyone please forgive me because it's been, i was up till 3 playing video games and you know but yeah that's how i know that group um mm-hmm. and then that's how i was i was invited to that mixer at that party Mm-hmm. So there, there you go. That's how. There you go. That's how we know each other. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's not give JPG too much credit because we'll no. never hear the end. <laughs> no, it's true. He let's give it to Bert. We, we give it to Birdo. Birdo, yeah. I, I mean, think- that's how I know Birdo is through is through that that whole. Yeah, it is a what a tangled web. <laughs> it's just a tangled web. It's not like a web of lies or anything like that. It's just a yeah, tangled yeah, yeah. web. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, Justin. Yes. What do you want to talk about today? I feel it's hilarious because 
um, we actually never sat down and talked about this, mm-hmm. even though it's very clear that we both have uh, our own uh, interests in this fandom. Yes. And uh, I was supposed to go to, the, I, I wanted to go to the, to the event this year and I just couldn't afford it. So I came, I, and I was planning on it for a chunk, but yes, uh, I'm sure you may have even covered this before, but you and me have not talked about this. So let's talk about Dr. Who. Oh yeah. All right. All right. That's, that's <laughs> perfectly fine. What do you want to talk about Dr. Who wise? I will say mm-hmm. I, 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 conveniently forgot many times why you were not going to Gallifrey and kept bugging you to, to get a ticket transfer, which I thought was very funny. Every time you were just like, I told you I'm, I'm going, I'm doing something else. I can't, I can't afford it right now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then like three weeks later, I'd be like, but Eccleson's going to be there. You should go. And the reality, here's what sucks that weekend of Gallifrey, like, I was very no two the week the two weekends before Gallifrey I was really close to uh, staying with the with Birdo and Earl uh, 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 at their hotel room. Yes. I'll just pay for the weekend and just hang out and just lobby and lobby con it because I just wanted to hang out with you guys. And so I was really close to doing that, and then my car got fucked. Um. So even less money. Yes. I had to have fun at <laughs> Gallifrey one. Because I was, oh, I can afford a hotel room. Yeah. I can't afford a hotel room. So, right. <laughs> so, Ugh. so, um, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, I, you seem to know, uh, you seem to know quite a bit about Doctor Who. So, I was just curious. Like, what was your, uh, your initial introduction to the show, and uh, how how deep do you do you get into that? Oh boy. So, <laughs> so for me, um, my initial introduction. Like the very first time I ever heard of Doctor Who was mm-hmm. from my now co-host on Podcastica Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both worked at Barnes and Noble Westgate Store Two Seven Eight Three mm-hmm. in Saratoga, California. <laughs> what was on Saratoga <laughs> Avenue? Anyway, mm-hmm. he had, I believe it was a a sonic screwdriver pen, and I walked up to him. I was like, "What the hell is that?" And he's like, oh, it's from Doctor Who. I was like, I don't know what that is. And just, you know, kind of dismissed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was dating a girl who was very into Doctor Who. And I remember we were visiting one of our friends in New York. And they were watching the tenet, the Tenet's last episode. Mm. And I was in the kitchen watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> And I, I said, why are they so invested in this show? So I finally Wikipedia'd it mm-hmm. and went, oh, okay, this seems interesting. Then I went to my first Gallifrey. Af- I'm sorry, no. I said, I'm going to watch this show because it was all on Netflix still. Mm-hmm. So I watched Eccleson's season in a day. I watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was off to the races ever since then. <laughs> started Podcastica, then started deep diving into classic who not Mm. deep diving i'll say we're like if the pool's eight feet we're like six feet in right now nice (laughs) and yeah i mean i've been going to i think last year was my 10th gallifrey wow yeah i've been going since you could just walk up and buy tickets and then at the end of it they said please buy tickets for next year right now So yeah, I've been going for for quite a while. That's amazing. Yeah, I've only been going a couple of them. It's but it, I, it's my con, man. That's the one I go to. It's a great con. It really is. I love the vibe. I love the um. Here's the thing: like I go to, I love going to the big ones too. I love going to San Diego. I love going to WonderCon. But right, Doctor, like Gallifrey One. It's funny how like Gallifrey One is this great con because it's because it's capped off. Mm-hmm. And it's singular. It's just one singular subject. And it's all located in this one hotel. It's just like three days of hanging out with your friends, being surrounded by the thing you like. And it's really, you know. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. No, I might like hanging out in the lobby is like kind of a like a little adventure. Sometimes you'll see, you know, Sophie, you know, you see the actress who plays Ace hanging out with some folks over here. Or you see like, you know, you you see a dialogue, of course, wander about because that's that's Gallifrey one. And um, 
it's a good vibe. I love that show. It's, it's bummed. Every time I can't go, I'm like, all right, it's just me building up to going next year or the, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. LobbyCon is, is crazy. Sometimes, sometimes your fiance just walks up to Stephen Moffat and says, thanks for everything. And you give him a head nod. And, uh, was that yeah. this year? No, that was two years ago. I think. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So what about you, man? How did you, uh, enter into this fandom? It's, it's interesting. Cause it's, um, would you believe my very first exposure to Doctor Who was like around the mid nineties? I would believe that. Yes. Wait, okay, was great. it, wait, was it the Fox TV movie? Okay. So here's how I found out about it. So uh, back in the day, sci-fi channel used to do like a thing called the sci-fi news. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a half hour show and they were promoting the Fox movie that's coming out. And I never heard of Doctor Who until I watched this little segment and they, talked about that the show's been on or was on for X amount of years and it's a legacy series and blah, blah, blah. And I was intrigued by that. So I remember before the Fox movie came out, I went to the video store of my my, my family and I saw they had a couple of Doctor Who episodes on VHS. John, you want to know what the worst introduction to Doctor Who could possibly be? Oh, no. What? I... What the was five doctors? Oh no! We, you know what's funny? Uh, I mean, kind of half-ass plug for Podcastica. We just reviewed the five doctors like oh, three episodes ago. What? Is that the first time we saw it? Um, so it's weird because sometimes <laughs> I would just be because I have all the the back catalog of the classic episodes, and sometimes I just lo- would like skip around. So this was the first time I've seen the entire thing. Yes. Okay. It's a bit of a mess, isn't it? I actually love it. Okay. <laughs> I I love it. I mean, it, it is a mess. I think in in terms of, you know, Tom Baker was like, I don't want to come back. And the right. production was like, well, we're putting you in there. <laughs> so they used the footage from, from Shada, mm-hmm. um, which no one had ever seen before. Right. Um, I, I mean... Yes, it is a bit of a mess, but it's, you know, it's it's fun. But that is, like, the weirdest introduction yeah. that you could probably... Oh, there's five of them. I'll just watch it now. You were probably so I, confused. I, I was. And I think the main reason I thought I could start with that... And I was, like, a kid, so I, you know, I figured... Like, I read comic books, so right. I figured, like, oh, it's like a team-up movie, right? And, boy, wrong. That was not not the way to get introduced to it. And then I watched the Fox movie and <laughs> wow. And, and then you I was stuck kinda, with it. <laughs> and then like, well, no, I saw that. And I remember as a kid going, I don't know what this is. Yeah. Like, I don't get what Dr. Who is supposed to be. And I think I just let it be. Like, I just put it off to the side. And so around the, the launch of the current version of the show, my friends were slowly getting into it, slowly getting into it. Mm. And, it went from being them to going like, oh, it's pretty, it's not bad, it's pretty good, to them getting obsessive over David. Yes. And and then finally, I just caved, and I went, one of you give me a DVD. Just, <laughs> just let me, and so I took it, and then like you, I was like, I, and they gave me a date, they gave me a David season, so I was like, all right, fine, I don't care. I powered through that in like two days. Which season? I, believe it or not, season four. Season four. Donna. Oh, that's an interesting introduction. It is, but I, there's a lot of good in that season. So that, no, I, there I, is. I'm just saying, like, that's a, that's a, I have never heard anyone say, if mm-hmm. a friend's like, I want to get into this, like, here's season <laughs> four, the middle of somebody's season, basically. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why it was that one. It was the only one he had available because he lent out the other ones to other folks. <laughs> Fair. And I kind of was like, I just wanted to scratch the itch. And so I was like, just give it to me. It's fine. Again, I'm like, I've read comic books when I was a kid. And back in the day, like you were, you jumped, your first issue was literally issue 500 and you had to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, what taught, what it taught me about that season. And then of course I backpedaled and now end up watching all of it was like, even with season four, it's like all of a sudden, like any episode is like, oh, I get why this show's great. Like, yeah. Every episode is its own thing. Yes. Like, I, you don't need to see the other ones. The doctors, that's why the doctor's there. He's there to go, let me catch you up to what's happening. Yes. 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's a, it's a strong season. I mean, Donna is a great companion to the Doctor. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's a lot more. I feel like a lot more comedic bits in that season, just because you know David Tennant and Catherine Tate are such good friends. Yeah. Um, no, the the whole uh, window gag in, in the first episode. Oh, the best. It's the it's it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best, and I'm actually I'm I'm uh you know. I'm scrolling down this season and mm-hmm. I mean it's a it's a pretty good season. Especially when you get to like kind of the the big old uh the Doctor Who equivalent of Endgame last episode. Yes. Last couple episodes where it's like like everyone's there. Everyone yes. everyone comes back even for a tiny bit. Yeah. Um it's a fun season for sure. Um and yeah, no, like it's it's also one of those cases I got so into it real fast that I, I was like I was a, I was a guy, I was a guy who was really into Buffy or you know that was, that was one of my mm-hmm. gateway shows is like nerdy shows is like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and, and Angel and Firefly and I was telling one of my good friends like oh man this show this show is like the level of this is like I never loved the show as much as I love those shows and then and like my friend looked at me and went, wow you really fucking love it because you don't stop talking about those other three shows <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm looking at the list too right now and I'm like oh turn left is turn left turn left is fucking it's great it's a bummer but it's a great episode <laughs> honestly i'd say the only episode in the season that i'm i'm looking at and i'm like oh yeah um i'm not not a big fan of midnight yeah it, i mean it's yeah, fine it is yeah but it's uh, i don't know it's like their I, their bottle episode <laughs> yeah i'm with you on that it, it's fine but it's kind of also like you can kind of tell that like oh let's really have fun not really using too much visual effects and such but it, it, it it's it kind of it also it's a, it's a bigger bummer too it's another really big bummer it's like wow nothing really goes well in this episode yeah. um <laughs> but i'm like oh yeah it's silence in the library force of the dead um uh, which is of course our first appearance of, of river yes um uh unicorn and the wasp is come on that's a great yeah, one that was a fun one the agatha christie one yeah, that's totally a fun one. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's a it's a strong fires of Pompeii. Yes. It's a, it's a that's a it's a damn strong season. It is a it is a strong season. It's just such a it's such a strange place for someone to be like, uh, this is the only one I have here. Yeah. Like, do you? I, where would you? If someone came to you and said, "All right, I'm ready mm-hmm. to start Doctor Who," where would you start them off now? Um. Oh, that's a good question. I I'll tell you how I actually got our, uh, another one of our mutual friends, Earl, into the show. Mm. Um, shout out to Earl. I, shout out to Earl. Uh, I gave I gave Earl uh, the first. I gave Earl Matt's first season. There you go. Because I feel like Eleventh <laughs> Hour. Yeah, man. Was like and kind of is a great first starter episode. Oh yeah. And so I remember giving that to Earl. And then Earl immediately called me after he saw like the first couple episodes. Like, oh, okay, I'm in. <laughs> yes, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's if it's if it's me just being biased because I do consider Matt Smith my doctor. Mm-hmm. I guess the first doctor I traveled with in real time. Same, yeah, I'm with you on that. So that is, yeah, Eleventh Hour is an amazing place to start anyone. I think, in my yeah. opinion, it's such a because it it starts. I think because the pacing of that is so relentless. Yes. That like, it's like zero to 180 and you kind of don't need to know much about the previous seasons because it's starting anew and because everything is new surrounding Amy and, and the doctor, especially with the doctor because he's just sort of figuring out his body. Yes. Um, <laughs> all this stuff is really great because it leads into like, um, all this stuff has to be introduced and then also get all this you know, he has, to, he has to see him be clever. He has to see him figure things out. And then just in case you want to be clear, it's this, it is a character that's been around forever. You get to that last I am the doctor speech. Oh, yeah, man. Planet speech. And, oh, man, I'm like nerd tapping out at that point. It's great. It's so good. I watch sometimes I just for, for comfort. I just watch just that speech. Oh, it still man. Gets <laughs> yeah, I, I love Matt Smith. This is also a great season. I mean, we get the return of the 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 Weeping Angels mm-hmm. um, in that two parter with River Song. Yes. 
Uh, uh, a lot of good stuff. I mean, uh, Vincent and the Doctor, one of the best episodes of Doctor Who, uh, I think... I don't. I don't know if I want to say ever, but it's up there. It's. It's. I. I think if you're gonna put a list of like, maybe like twenty or thirty really high mark show episodes, that's up there for me as well. Yeah. Um. It's one of those episodes where it's like, it. It kind of like, uh, f's with you emotionally and. <laughs> yes. Um. Because like, that. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah, that was one of those where it's like, oh man, I really loved how that kind of turned out and what they explored with that, and and yeah, the, the actual real message of of dealing with, with 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 people with depression is 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 a it's a really well calculated episode. Yes, uh, along with fun Doctor Who shit. So I mean, that to me, that to me is like the epitome of what Doctor Who can do. It's oh, like yeah. we can we can do cool sci fi shit. We can be very funny. We can be extremely dramatic, and we can also be. Um, uh, have a point that has something to say. And I'm like, fuck, Vincent the Doctor. It does all of that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Man, I am, I'm looking over season five or series five and it mm-hmm. is, I'm not seeing an episode where I'm like, oh, this is, this is not good. <laughs> like every, every episode is great. Yeah. Holy crap. Why, yeah. How did I not realize that? <laughs> Is, and is it fuck me, dude? Is it's actually ten years since this season? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Is it almost to the day? Oh my god. Yeah, We're it's a little ten, over. It's a little over the ten year. April third, twenty ten is when the season. God damn it! Wow, <laughs> ten years. Oh, that's crazy. That's not. That's fucked up. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. That's no. wow. Oh my god. Yeah. No, that's and that's a funny thing to me too because I remember going to going to San Diego Comic Con uh, in that in between period of David and Matt and that first Comic Con with Matt's first season. You saw a good amount of you saw some Matt's, but David Tennant cosplays were still very prominent. Right. And I remember I was talking to Ima, one of my other close friends. His name is Jamal. I knew him since, I've known him since high school. We he's a big Doctor Who guy too. We would walk around Con, and Jamal was like. What's the chances you think this is going to be mostly Matt next year? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really high. Yeah, it's a very, it was a very good season. He's like, yeah, it's really, yeah, no, I, I believe you too. And the following year, it's like, yep, there's the turnover, almost entirely. Yeah, Matts and like some Davids and the occasional one or two Tom Bakers, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say with with Matt Smith, that basically is when, uh. The U.S. started to, I mean, I don't want to, you know, discount America for its Doctor Who fandom, but I think mm-hmm. maybe it became a little more mainstream there. That's what I want to say. I agree. Like, I think I knew Doctor Who became a mainstream thing was when I was driving to L.A. and I saw a billboard for season six. And I went, <laughs> oh, 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 it's That's- now BBC. <laughs> BBC's like, we have Doctor Who. It's like, oh, now you know it's a thing. Yeah, and I think that might have been, was that the first time? Because the first, what was the first, uh, The Impossible Astronaut. This is when it, it, yeah. it's, it quote unquote, simulcast on BBC America. That's right. So I think that is why, and that was the first time I watched Doctor Who with commercials. And I said, never <laughs> again. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. No, God, I hate. Yeah, when I was, when, uh, we cut the. Yeah, no, like when I was when I watch when I watch BBC America to watch current episodes of Doctor Who, and I just get the. I think what the the most annoying trend for me is when they cut a, they go to commercial, and for some reason they think it'd be a cute idea to show a couple of segments, a couple of seconds. Yes, and I'm like thinking that the episode's back, but it's not, and then it's like, wait, what? What, what is the fucking point of that? Yeah, it's very. I I hate. Oh man, yeah, I. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I cannot. I hate it uh, so much. That drove me. That drove me nuts. Um. Yeah. So hey, like, here's the thing. Like, getting into current Doctor Who is one thing. What was your first exposure to? Like, first tried an old Doctor Who show. Okay, so if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. my first man. Oh boy. Okay, so the first. <laughs> 
my first convention I went, I didn't watch any classic Who at all. Mm-hmm. Like I went and I'm like, I love Matt Smith and also these other people. And <laughs> and when I, you know, I was sitting in on a lot of different panels and listening to the classic uh, doctors and companions talk. And I think I, at some point I had, let's just say, gotten a hold of all the old episodes. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Wink, okay. wink. <laughs> and I remember hearing an interview with, or it was a production note about Matt Smith and how he, his doctor that he went to go like do research that he connected with the most was the second doctor. Mm-hmm. I went, Oh, okay. So I feel like I watched some second doctor stuff first, uh-huh. but I do remember I want to say two days after I got back from the first Gallifrey that I went to, I watched, I started at the beginning, like the very beginning. Whoa. Yeah. I remember watching an unearthly child. Um, and then I started to watch, it was hard because I was like, all right, I'm going to mm-hmm. watch the Daleks, which was the next, the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I've 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 told this story on Podcastica, and I don't know if we'll ever actually watch the Daleks. Maybe we will at some point, but I remember watching it, and there's a scene where they are going over a, like there's a rock or like a, a a cavern that they have to cross, and one guy throws a rope over. He jumps over with the rope, and then he throws the rope back. He helps a person over, then they throw the rope back, then they help, and, and so on and so on. <laughs> and I went, what in the world is this? N- granted, you know, this is me in, I'd say, what, 20, 2010, 2011? Mm-hmm. Going, what, what is this? And I'm, I'm used to, come on, let's go. We're here. Right. So... <laughs> they didn't you know they don't they only have 45 to 60 minutes to fill not you know three hours weekly mm-hmm. or i'm sorry you know three hours total for four episodes for a week and it's just like i i kind of was like i can't do this and then i think i also i was like started reading up about ones i wanted to watch and i was like oh which ones do i want to watch and I I clicked on Marco Polo, mm. which is a completely missing fourth doc. Or uh, I'm sorry, first Doctor serial. It's the fourth episode. There's nothing. <laughs> and I remember I was like, "Well, what is this about?" I was like, "It's seven episodes. That's crazy." <laughs> and I remember reading the the plot, and the plot is maybe two paragraphs and I went, why is this seven episodes then? <laughs> so it was a rough start for me. And I, I think I'm trying to think of like, because with Podcastica, we started with Capaldi. Mm-hmm. We followed him through in real time mm-hmm. and we wanted to keep the podcast going, you know, through, mm-hmm. um, through the, the, the off season and my my uh, my co-host Taylor was like, "Well, what do you want to, what do you want to watch? We should watch some classic stuff." And I was like, "All right, sure." <laughs> so the first episode we watched was uh, "City of Death." Okay. And I mean that is uh, Taylor is a longtime fan. He's you know he's OG. He watched on PBS and such. Oh. Shit. Yeah, so he yeah, yeah. he knows. So he mm-hmm. was like, "City of Death, let's do it." And I was like, "Ooh, City of Death is fun." So we, you know, mm-hmm. we watched that, and then we went to what did we do? We went to um, we watched Blink, obviously, of course. Yeah. Then we watched the TV movie, <laughs> and then we watched we watched Caves of Adrazani, which is also great. And then you know, it was kind of off to the races. Then it was. Mm-hmm. We would switch off. We're not really going in order. We would just switch off at who would pick what. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, a, it, you know, it's been a lot of fun just to to visit those. I think, yeah, that's the hardest thing about Classic Who is, is like dealing with the pacing and the length 
of an episode. You you telling me that one story was seven episodes and went, that won't go by fast. Those no, <laughs> those those kind of linger even for thirty minutes. Um, but yeah, you when you get a good one, when you actually get a good one, and it's like only like four episodes long, even or whatever. And you get a doctor's completely engaging. Once you adjust to, okay, it's made in this time period. They don't have the same kind of sensibilities or budget that we do. Um, yeah, it's fun. Like, I, Troughton's my favorite guy, FYI. He's my favorite in the classic movies. Oh, he is, he is my favorite as well. Oh, this is why you and me are friends. Yes. <laughs> I love, I love Troughton. He is just the, he is the, the cosmic hobo. um i mean he he's the best and i i also think like because i love jamie so much yes it was just the original hey doctor i could stab that guy uh it's like no jamie don't do that uh i i i love their dynamic yeah and i Mm -hmm. just i love i love trouton and i think he he is just he's the first one to have to do it you know, he's the first one to have to play the part after mm-hmm. the first guy. Like, so he's, he in his own right is a trailblazer. I know a hundred percent. And I always, I, whenever I talk about why the longevity of Dr. Who with most, with the way they've done the multiple actor thing mm-hmm. is like, you look at what they did with Troughton and what Troughton did with the part, the biggest, the most important thing that Tr- Patrick Troughton did was not look like, uh, uh, Hartnell. Yes, like Hartnell, and and not look like Hartnell, not act like Hartnell. They made the bold choice, and and it's a it was a risky choice. Let's be fair. Yes. To to go, Patrick, do your thing. Yeah. And he's like, got it. That's what you know. And it's like, but the fact is that he he beautifully played his own version of the character, but then they found ways to make sure to remind you, the audience, like, don't worry, it's still him. He just does this now, and they try to make sure. Like, there's that scene, that famous scene where he talks about, "I have to look back in my mind, my memory for all the people I lost and I don't have, and they're right there." You know? Yeah. And it's like all that stuff, and yeah, he's intensely hilarious. Like, probably some of my favorite expressions from any doctor. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> um, and yes, I'm so with you on Jamie. Um, it's one of those cases where every. Um, I definitely, my big plan for next year is I am definitely going to Gallifrey one. <laughs> and I mean, I don't want to jinx anything, but yeah. man, I really hope it happens. I know. I know. Um, I'm definitely the, my hopeful plan is I'm going next year. Yes. Uh, and then I will be doing the thing I've been meaning to do for a couple of years. And that would be cosplay as Troughton. Oh my goodness. That would be so great. And then finally take a photo with, with Fraser. Fraser yeah, that would be so great. I was starting to, it started, it hit me this, it's, it was hit me. Like, I don't, hey, Fraser seems pretty, pretty good, but I, I'm not going to risk it. And oh uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's, yeah, he, I mean, he's always there, but I know what you mean in the, yeah. you know, I mean, especially now when everything is just incredibly frightening. Right. So, um, if hopefully things will be uh will 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 be fine and we work out by next year and and Fraser will, will be happy to be at that at Gal- next year's Galfrey then I I will 1000% be dressing up as Patrick Trotton and getting the line with the other Patrick Trotton cosplayers yes. to take a photo with Fraser Hines that's going to be that's going to be my 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 goal for that show yeah. um no I what was it I think my first real Trotton story was um Tomb of the Cybermen you know what? I think that might have been the first one that I watched as well. It's a good starter. It's a good one to start with because it's got great. It's got great. It's got some great uh, Trotton and and Jamie bits. Uh, it has what Vanessa? I believe right? so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me. And then like, uh, and then it's just it's also like a really strong, really cool, just like Cyberman episode. You know? Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to find it just to um kind of refer to it. Yeah. Uh, have you you know while we're just on the subject, have you watched any of the uh any of the animated ones they've done? Uh I I've tried. Okay, which one did you try with though? Was it the first was it um the very first and it was Victoria, yes. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Um, the, did you try with the very first Trouton one they did? 
Yeah. Okay, that one, I, I and I don't, you know, they were trying mm-hmm. their best. It was the first yeah. one out. Not yeah. great. Not <laughs> great. So you have to watch Shada because Shada, that I think they took all of the notes from, I believe that was, oh, that was Troughton's first story. That was okay. um, Power of the Daleks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I caught, I tried watching that at last year's Gallifrey in the, in the screening room and I did my best, but that is, uh... <laughs> it's hard because I think they didn't want to take any liberties, mm-hmm. you know, where like, I think they could have, cause it's a six episode thing. Yeah. I think they could have, cause they have all the audio. Mm-hmm. I think they could have maybe, um, done something to where, Man, in a poll undertaken by Doctor Who magazine at the time of the show's 50th anniversary, it was rated the 19th best story of all time. (laughs) Wow. All right. Um, But yeah, I mean, that one, the animated one, it's it's very slow. There just seems to be characters blinking on screen for minutes. (laughs) So, I mean, and once again, they were doing their best. It was the first time out. They hadn't done anything like it before. I go watch Shada. Shada is fantastic. Really? With the even with the animation Dude, Yes. It's so oh. it's so good. This animation it, 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 I remember when we watched it for Podcastka, I went, is this the same company? Mm-hmm. I went, this is so much better. And they've been <laughs> they've been increasingly better since then. Because like that's here's one of my problems with watching the um the power of the Dalek. Um uh, animated one beyond the fact that yeah it's limitations and they kind of weren't that great at at kind of keeping the pace with it my other problem is like part of my love of watching Trotton episodes is seeing Patrick act and yes being filtered through an animation even though it's here it's him it's his voice it's not the same so that being said I'm looking at the shot of trailer footage right now and you know I think what helps is that it's because it's cut to it's cut mixed with real footage Right. So I think I could kind of get behind that more and just kind of fill in the, you know, understand that this is the situation I have to do it. Yeah. But I do get like actual Ramana, actual Tom, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I will say they just, they just released the Macro Terror a little bit ago, which is animated. Mm-hmm. I have it on DVD and whenever, you know, we can actually see each other <laughs> i will i'll let you borrow it because it's it's really great and they i think they're also doing the one after that right now which is mm-hmm. the faceless ones which um i think i like i said i think they really nailed it with how they're doing it now they actually have two animation teams mm-hmm. so one is working on one serial one is working on another because they're like we just want to pump these out we want to get these out right. to to people and mm-hmm. they like with Shada, it's it's spliced in with the original footage, and with the faceless ones, it's it's kind of the same thing, but they're giving you the option. You can watch it in black and white or color. Mm-hmm. You can watch it fully animated or with the scenes spliced in. Okay. Oh. So they're they're doing like they are putting they're all into these and i they showed us some clips and it man dude it looks so cool <laughs> i mean it's the it's a wild experiment to do it like this but i also kind of get it because it's like we did a lot of these shows all these episodes they just don't exist anymore and it would be nice to have something <laughs> you know to try to get some of that the to get something uh on record of the of the original of these original episodes because like yeah no it, it would be a waste for us to not see or hear these stories so that's kind of cool and it looks even looking at the faces one trailer right now and i can already tell this is clearly an improvement over <laughs> over the other one yeah um oh that's really cool i'm probably you know i think you convinced me on the shadow one though i think we're gonna definitely check the shadow one is so good it's it's I, just man uh, Shada is. I love that Shada is like the like the ultimate like untold Doctor Who story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yes, it is. Um, we, <laughs> I have a new ultimate untold Doctor Who story, but oh, I mean, it's okay. it's kind of been told, 
mm-hmm. in a so okay. Uh, I guess this is kind <laughs> of a this is kind of a backwards plug for Podcastica. Okay. So I think I sent you the information about Lungborough, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, so I was really hoping, you know, that would be something that was incorporated in the finale. It wasn't, which is right. kind of a bummer. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a it's a new adventure novel for those not in the know. It's actually, I think, out of print, and oh. like any copy you want, you get could get on eBay at a um, ridiculous price. It is also in PDF form somewhere for free. So if you really want to <laughs> take a deep dive. And the episode we just reviewed was uh, Ghost Light, which is a mm-hmm. Seventh Doctor uh, serial. Okay. And it actually, um, now that you know, I'm talking right now, I am reminded I have to update our catalog of episodes because this means we closed out. We've watched every Seventh Doctor. Whoa. Yeah. So we've watched Whoa. every we've watched every Seventh Doctor, and I think we've watched every Sixth Doctor as well. Wow. So I mean, depending on how long we are in this this, you know, the state mm-hmm. of the world, we might finish out and have to be like, oh, I guess it's on the big finish. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're not sure. But anyway, the episode we watched most recently was called Ghost Light, and mm-hmm. it was originally going to be Lungborrow, but the uh, John Nathan Turner said, nah, this is too crazy. I don't want to tell the backstory of the doctor so much. Mm-hmm. So they ended up not doing it, which was a huge bummer when I found that out because it kind of ruined the episode for me. I'm like, this could have been <laughs> Lungborough. <laughs> so that's my new, like, Lungborough is my new... Like it is the complete backstory of who the doctor was before he was the doctor, before he was, you know, um, the first doctor. Yeah, and it's crazy. I, I, it's like a really interesting story, and I wish they would. You know, it's not technically quote unquote canon. You know, right? But I'd love for it to be because it's just crazy. But yes, Shada for the most part was like the holy grail. Mm-hmm. And I'm really. In, have you ever seen any of the old like where like like I said Marco Polo? They have I think all of the audio, but they don't have it. They only have stills. Have you ever seen the still recreations? I have not seen those. No, they're quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would figured. I would rather I them just be you know audio clips that I could listen to. But I guess you know they also have some like extra like then the doctor walked like they have you know some of the the script. Mm-hmm. Um, descriptions of what's happening but like I mean to watch seven parts of Marco like I think Marco Polo is one that I would love for them to animate but I don't know mm-hmm. how much audio they have of it uh, BBC jeez man <laughs> <laughs> like loaning out your shit and then not <laughs> oh I forgot who we loaned it out to <laughs> so ridiculous and that actually happened with ghost light ghost light was only three episodes and they were going to give it the treatment to get four but bbc was like oh we recorded over it <sighs> man it's so bbc is so frustrating <laughs> in a doctor who sense i'm sure they're frustrating in many other aspects but right just right. in this conversation <laughs> um I know. yeah I know <laughs> it's it's not great. So what do you oh man, uh, I want to ask you mm-hmm. what what's your favorite modern episode? If you could, I, I know it's oh, hard. God. I know it's hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oof, um, oof, fuck. Uh, favorite uh, shit. <laughs> uh, that's oh boy. So many children. Um, <laughs> I know. Right. Um. Because it depends on my mood, you know. It's yes. like, like I've, I'll admit that, like, like say Eleventh Hour and Day of the Doctor are the ones I probably rewatch the most because they're comfort food. Yes, you know, they're fun. They're they're energetic. They do all the things I need them to do. Um, Blink is kind of an obvious answer, but it's still like, well, yeah, but it's really well done. So fuck off. Yes. Um. <laughs> um oh my god! I'll, I'll you know what. I'll, I'll tell you what, like, it's not my all-time favorite, but it is 
it has one of my all-time favorite scenes. And it's a scene that I keep referring to a lot, maybe even during to these times. Um, it's the Saigon inversion. With yeah. Napoleon, and it's the speech about war. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that speech is top tier. <laughs> yeah. Top tier doctor speech. And it's funny. One of the things I kind of crack up when I think about the Stephen Moffat era of, of the show is that you'll need one thing you can tell that Stephen really loves is giving his doctors a big old honking speech. Yes. And like that's in itself a top five list. And like, and it's kind of cool because each doctor gets like a really good speech, you know, even though like, like from David to, to Matt and fuck Peter, who's by the way, I found out as we're recording. Oh yeah. It's his it's, birthday. Happy birthday, Peter Capaldi. Yes. Happy <laughs> birthday, Peter Capaldi. Um, but Peter got some bangers of a, of a speech. And that season to me has some of the most amazing, like most daring episodes he's done, including heaven sent. But well, yeah, heaven sent would be, be up there for me. Probably one of my favorite episodes Oh God, you know, now that I just said it, (laughs) heaven sent is like, fuck, it's just him. (laughs) It's it's, just, it's just him in a castle and it it works. Yeah. (laughs) I can watch the punching the diamond wall scene. Yeah, man. uh, That was hell of a bird. (laughs) That might be, oh God, I think now that we just said that. That yeah. might be high up there. Because- I mean, I will say, I don't know if you attend any of the the Doctor Who, um, the death matches they do at Gallifrey. Mm, and they did Doctor Who seasons. And they mm. did every season. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. And season a five-day event? No, no, no. It was just like, <laughs> all right, we have to get rid of some seats. Like, they had a panel. And they would just go down the list, and it, it's like, okay, does anyone think this is a great season? Does anyone think this is? And then they, you know, argument, they'd vote, and then they'd either keep it in or get rid of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And season nine won out of every season wow. of out of every season of Doctor <laughs> Who. Whoa, whoa, wait. So, we're, is this including? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Season nine one out of everything. I can't remember what else it was up against, like in the finals, but season nine one, and I will I mean, it is a solid season. I I remember hearing some people kind of not being into season nine. I don't know who the I don't know who exactly, but I remember hearing some of the fandom saying, Oh, I'm not they weren't in season nine. And I sat there and went, Oh, let me think about it. And I looked at the episodes again and went, I I, I How could you not? I don't I don't know if I really agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's nuts, man. Like No, the um oh god, I'm looking through it right now. Um Under the Lake, the Witch's the Magician's Apprentice. Like mm, God damn. Even had a really good Christmas season. It did. Like it was that, it was uh sandwiched by two great Christmas episodes. It was. I'm like, oh, that's right, because it's the Santa Claus episode with Nick Frost playing yes, Santa. Which is so good. Which made me utterly happy. Yes. It was, it was the it was the last of the of the spaced trio, uh, as I call it, because it's the, the you know, I don't know if you've heard of have you heard of a show called Spaced? Yes. Okay. So Oh, they, he was the last one. Yeah, because they got Simon in season one. Yes. Uh, Jessica Hines, uh, Jessica Hines uh, Stevens was in, uh, obviously, uh, Human Blood. Yes. Um, and so I was like, where's Nick? Nick has to show up. I know. And, when, <laughs> and Nick shows up as Santa Claus. I went, I never would have ever cast him as that. That's perfect. <laughs> so great. Uh, oh, and of course, the oh, and then it's, it's sandwiched with the, the Husbands of River Song episode. Yeah. Which is definitely in my opinion should be the last appearance of, of river i think that's 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 a good place to leave her at yes absolutely um ah, god heavens you know one of my favorite panels uh at galley the, my last galley was going to rachel callahay's breakdown of storyboards for heaven sent yes dude that was so cool so cool i love that <laughs> that was so fun that- that's the shit you can only get away with at, at a Doctor Who specific convention. Well, it's like, she even said it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Gina. <laughs> she was like, I'm probably, that's because her. I guess her phone rang. She's like, that's probably the BBC calling <laughs> to let me know the wrong I've done. It's, it's a bummer because one of the things I used to love back in the day was uh, Doctor Who Confidential. 
Yes. And they don't do it anymore. They don't do it anymore. And I nail budget reasons. I get it. The department's like, I don't know. I had those were nice. Like you watch the episode and then immediately afterwards, he's like an hour of the making of and just the cast having fun and yeah. yada yada. And like, <laughs> it would have been really nice to see Rachel Talahay like go into in a, a documentary feature explaining like the fucking difficulty of trying to do this episode. Yeah. But knowing, but knowing she has Peter as the, as the anchor. Yes. You know? Um, God damn. God damn. That's a good season. Now yeah. I'm looking at, Looking at it again, yeah. I the Zygon invasion, the Zygon inversion is top is really great to me. I really loved uh oh God under the lake. That was pretty good. Damn, yeah. yeah. I'm trying yeah. to find because my my next question is obviously mm-hmm. what's your favorite uh, classic episode? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, oof, it it is a battle. It's hard between. because, you know, it, it's you're spanning so long. Right. You're spanning like it, over 20 years mm-hmm. and you're spanning different showrunners, different writers, different yeah. doctors, different mm-hmm. companions. It's hard. It is. Um, like Two of Cybermen is, is very high up there, but also I have a very, 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 very soft spot for Genesis of the Daleks. Yes. Um... um Ah, damn. So I have mine. (laughs) Okay. Because it's, it's so, it's so crazy. It is a second doctor story. Uh, uh And have you ever seen the mind robber? Yes. (laughs) I have it on on DVD. (laughs) the, The mind robber is probably one of the most bonkers episodes where there's two Jamie's. Yep. There's, I believe this is also where we get like the Zorro esque character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's so great. I love that. It's insane. It's just I, the land of fiction. It's nuts. Is this also my? This might have my probably my favorite Doctor scenes where he's trying to reconstruct Jamie. Yes. He's like, well, that okay, that's clearly Jamie's nose. Those are, those are his eyes. <laughs> I and it's clearly not. It's like a complete like that is so crazy. Like such a creative story. I love it so much. Um, what was my favorite? I think one of my favorite stories. I think that that probably Fraser Hines said at a Doctor Who panel was there. He was talking about him and and Patrick's return in Colin Baker's season. Yes. Yes. The two. Yeah, man. That one's great too. That one's a lot of fun. And I remember that my favorite story of that Fraser Hines said at Gallifrey that at that Gallifrey panel, who I'm talking about, like they would constantly, he would constantly hang out and team up and to pull pranks on Troughton. Yes. And my favorite thing he said is Troughton is like, you little shit, you're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So oh, great. Oh my God. It, do you actually because the the two doctors showed up on Pluto TV because um, Pluto TV has the amazing Doctor Who classic. Oh channel. yes, it's so great. I love it. I it's like the idea that I can just kind of turn it on and go, oh, what's on, and just randomly could jump into an episode just while I kind of need something to kind of yeah relax. It's great, but it just show, they're showing the two doctors, and I forgot that Patrick is mostly in that chair. Um, yes, yeah. To I was watching it with my my buddy Victor, and again, Vic, my buddy Victor is like. The, the Doctor Who guy, uh, the other Doctor Who guy I know, and he, he lives with me, and we're watching that, and then Vic realizes, like, is that the inspiration point for David's, for the end of, for, for the David's last episode? Ooh, you're oh, gonna uh, have to, you're gonna have to remind me. Because in David's last episode, he was strapped in a chair similar to Patrick's, and he was being pushed around a house. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Interesting. That's a weird thing. That's that's a that may not be off, right? It's a theory. It's a wild theory, but I don't think that's super off because the vision, the imagery is really similar. Of uh, uh, maybe I wouldn't put it past Russell. Let me be clear, <laughs> right? I wouldn't put it past RTD on that, but that's something kind of funny. Also, Christ, with the two doctors like that, Patrick's mostly in that chair. Like, yes, he's he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's getting up older. there. Yeah, he's getting up there. He can. He can I really mean, it's kind it. of like in the. I think is it the three doctors where, um, Hartnell, where Hartnell's just in a in a bubble. 
Yeah, and he's on a television screen. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's like mostly two doctors with a high from the from the from a doctor. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you realize that most of the multiple doctor stories, the doctors are mostly not go- involved and they can't get everyone, despite the fact that the title insists that there's two, three, and five? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, the the fifth one was kind of a, I don't want to do that thing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I mean, I think everyone else has been pretty. Do you know what? I was, ta- I was talking to Taylor. I don't know if you've been watching any of the, uh, the Doctor Who lockdown stuff they've been doing. I have, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suggested to Taylor that it would be great if we somehow, I don't know how Mm -hmm. we would do it, Mm -hmm. got all of the living doctors and did the 10th doctors, or the 10 doctors, Mm -hmm. and I don't know what it would be besides maybe all of them in in uh, in their homes slash TARDISes. Yeah. And uh, maybe just bantering. I have no idea. Because man, I would. Because you've seen the three, the, the three ish doctors. The yes. Special. Like I would be all for that because that would be just enough. Yeah. You know, that special. So good. It's so it's so good that I was sitting there going like, hey, if you guys want to make that into a show, I would watch a show. Oh yeah, where it's it's Peter Davison, Sylvester McCoy, and Colin Baker trying to be trying to be working stiff actors, but only being known for Doctor Who. I would, I would gladly watch that show. I would watch all the episodes. Oh of yeah, the show. absolutely. They did <laughs> a very good job with that. And you're right. The banter in, in that the banter in that is what I'm thinking of with your idea because like those three together were fucking comedy gold to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're favorite? all really good friends. So yeah. Yeah, and they all hang out during different conventions. What's my favorite bit where just Sylvester won't shut up about being in The Hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then Colin's finally like, oh, you were in The Hobbit? I didn't know. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it'd be fun for them to do, I don't know, just over Zoom, have everyone do their own See, parts. I think it'd be that, fun. That would be hilarious. A Zoom meeting with all. Like they're all, all calling in from their from their respected TARDISes. I think it would just be like, it would be super ambitious of them. Mm -hmm. I don't know who would write it, but I think it would be a lot of fun. That would be perfect. I think that'd be great. And I have, no, it's like, no, because like already like Jody's been doing a great job doing some. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Quick. Oh no. Those two videos that she's done uh, are great. And I love the first one. Yes. The first one was perfect because it's one of those cases where it's like, she's addressing the situation without addressing the situation. Yes responsibly they're telling you that she can't fix this yes you know and it's but at the same time she wants you to know that like don't worry this will work out and you just gotta have to never lose hope and like the fact that the kids saw the doctor talk to them going it's gonna be okay i thought oh that's amazing and i loved all all the ones they've been doing i loved the rory one that came out i have not i've yet to see that one i gotta check that one out it's great. It's it. Neil Gaiman wrote it. It's real short, but it's it's great because you can just tell this is Arthur's current look. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yes, absolutely. And he just like strung together what he had in his closet, and it was that's interesting. It's like I miss, I I I kind of didn't realize how much I kind of miss Arthur Darvel in things, but <laughs> oh, I I am devastated he's not on Legends anymore. I know. He was so great. He was basically, if you think about it, the doctor. We made, I, me and my friends kept making jokes that he, yeah, because he was, he was a British dude who's a time traveler. Yes. Uh, but my favorite thing, like, my favorite joke is that, like, he kept, we kept making jokes that like he would call the doctor and ask him, am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> that would be, that, you know what? That would have been hilarious. And, you know, <laughs> if any show would do that, just mm-hmm. as like an aside, like a little bit, it would be Legends. Come on, absolutely, yeah, a hundred percent. This is a, this is a show where a giant blue teddy bear is like becomes its mascot, and everyone, yeah, and everyone's stopped, on board. Everyone's on board. Everyone who stopped watching is like, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, you don't know about Bebo." <laughs> it's it's honestly Legends is the it's the best. Like it knows what it is, and it just yeah. leans completely in. Absolutely. And still tells like, you know, it's it's as I said earlier, it's, you know, bonkers. Mm-hmm. 
but I think it it still tells like great stories and yeah, I love it so much. That's the thing. I think bon- being bonkers is kind of one of my favorite things about like shows like Legends and Doctor Who and and yeah, here's my other my other big interest, which is like the Japanese superhero shows. Oh um, yeah, which I was tempted to make that the topic today, but I figured like no, I actually have never had a straight up conversation with John about Doctor Who, so yeah, this is this is my opportunity. But no, it's like it's the idea that for me it's like and what's it's crazy like with all these shows is like the idea is like don't worry about being normal. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what was it? One of the best talks of, of Doctor Who I've seen was actually this old video back when season. David's first year was getting ready to get was in the middle of, of David's first year. Mm-hmm. But do you ever heard of a dude named Liam Lynch? He, he's a comedian, right? Yeah, um, he sang that song "United States of Whatever." Yes. <laughs> so he did a video with another guy who's like a filmmaker named Rob Schraub, and it's just a sixteen-minute video of them just being mega Doctor Who nerds. Oh my! Really? Mega Doctor Who nerds, and it's great. And it's mostly them talking about what they love about the show. And Rob Schraub pointed out the fact that the greatest thing about Doctor Who as a kid is that you went to go to the movie, you, you, when you went to the movie theaters, you saw Star Wars and you go, I can't make Star Wars. Yeah. You, you watch an episode of Doctor Who and you go, well, wait a minute. If I get like green bubble wrap <laughs> <laughs> and then like some fucking soda bottles and cover them with aluminum foil, I have an alien in a spaceship. <laughs> yes. And that's not a def- that's not any point. That's not a problem. That's that's inspiration. That's you going. I can do that. <laughs> and you're seeing all these Shakespearean actors like act work their ass off and and trying to tell, tell these uh, these incredible performances underneath ridiculous rubber and costumes. But they have to do this job. And you're like, yes, I can make a Doctor Who episode. Yes. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking up uh, Liam Lynch, the Fresh Electric. Yes. Okay, you caught. You found it. Which is, uh, it's a Doctor Who music video, uh, yes. uh, and it's already the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yes, I'm so glad you saw that. It has yes. a C. It has a CG K9, <laughs> which is amazing. Oh, I'm so glad you caught that. Yes, that, this it, is nuts. And, yeah, and that's Rob Schraub as as the master. Oh, really? So, yeah. So it's it is it is it's just them going like. Hey, we're mega nerds, so let's just make a Doctor Who short. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> this yeah, is it, very good. Yeah, and Liam Lynch, it's kind of funny because Liam Lynch doesn't play like a Tratton or something. He's just like, he's his own doctor. Yes. He made up his own doctor. And and the and Rob Schraub, I think he said when he when they were making this, Rob Schraub was like, I put on the Nehru jacket, I put on that beard, and all of a sudden, oh, I'm the master. Yes. Very funny. <laughs> I'm fl- I'm flipping through it too right now. Yeah, no, it's it's a fun it's a fun short film. It's a sh- fun music video, and you can you know the 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 amount of how much they they give a shit about Doctor. Yes, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, if you guys, yeah, I guess if you guys haven't seen it, it is available on da- uh, on Liam Lynch's YouTube channel called Fresh Electric. You should definitely very, definitely check it out. Very funny. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Well, I mean, this has been great. I did. I had no idea what you wanted to talk about today. I have people that you know have told me, "Oh, this is what I'm going to talk about," so I'm mm-hmm. somewhat prepared. But right. this was great. I went. Uh, I actually, no joke, when mm-hmm. you started to say what you were, I typed in Godzilla just because I wanted to have <laughs> reference. Fair. Which is another. That could be a whole nother, whole nother thing. But not, oh, when, not right now. Whenever, whenever, whenever you're, whenever you're ready, you let me know. We'll yeah, do, we'll, we, we can talk Godzilla. <laughs> we, we can talk about uh, the FX. What was it? Thanksgiving Day marathons. Mm-hmm. Do you remember oh those? My, I do remember those. That's basically yeah. Well, that's for another time. But uh, Justin, yeah. this was so much fun. Oh, dude, I had a blast. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for having me. This was. It's like I don't see you enough in real life and now yeah. we definitely won't be seeing you haven't seen it right but right like, but like when i heard about your show and i'm like is this an opportunity is this just an excuse to just have a chat with john for an hour I <laughs> yes it is <laughs> it basically is it's just you know it's just something to pass the time for uh, the two of us and then whomever decides to listen to this yeah no exactly no i had a blast thank you for having me on this is 
Whenever you want me in again, we'll, we'll, I'll come back again. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we still have to, uh, you know, put out the pilot for our morning show. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. Shh. The long, <laughs> the long-standing joke. But anyway, uh, where where can uh, the people find you on mm-hmm. every format that you are on? <laughs> I love this is a running gag with my friends because yeah, um, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, at Justin Quiz, and Twitter at Justin Kizan. I have my own podcast, which is called Nothing New, a remake podcast, uh, and uh, I've also started a Twitch stream. Um, yeah. Or, uh, it's, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Justin Keys on. And uh, uh, mostly right now, it's it's all been movie talk. So I've, uh, my last three episodes, the last three streams I've done, I've recommended movies that you that I like that are available to watch on Netflix. And then I watch, and then you can watch on Hulu uh, and Amazon Prime. Uh, I did a poll this week as we recorded this episode. And I found out that the clear winner was Disney Plus. Yes. So, so I'll be doing a, a Disney Plus episode of movies I like that you can watch at Disney Plus for my next stream. But yeah, just follow me on twitch.tv slash Justin Kizan. And uh, I, uh, I'll i be there. Uh, usually my goal is to be there practically every Saturday at 2, p- 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and that's it. That's uh, that's all my plugs. That's all. That's where I'm <laughs> Awesome. That's great. And uh, you, everyone can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JP Thrice and NOTLG.com for the Doctor Who podcast, I guess. For Ooh. Podcastica. <laughs> all right. So uh, this has been another episode of What Do You Want to Talk About? And we'll see you next episode. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.